And yeah, um, it's been, when did we last talk, Ash? Was it like, um, I know last summer, last August, I think it was. Yeah, because we talked during Black August. So um, what have you been up to <laughs> since August? How have things been? <laughs> August, okay, things have been really wild since August like I'm trying to think there's definitely all these things um where I live um there has been or like really since I got here which I think I'm coming into like the second year here but like there was a need for uh responding to the police and supporting um those of our neighbors who are who don't have a place to live and they like live mainly in the public parks. And so there's a lot of community response around like supporting them and defending them against the police, but also trying to figure out where people can be since they don't have another place. And since like the fall, the there was a few actions, like there was an art build and there was also like a time where we went to the park to like just flat out defend the people against the police. And the, pol the police have been um, rounding people up, knocking on people's doors, giving them felony littering charges and like other uh, misdemeanor charges for like certain actions. Um, and that has been like a big thing, like a, not, yeah, a big, a thing, like a weird big thing. Um, what else is going on? Um, you know, just the, I mean, the abortion stuff that's been going on, like, it's so, it's up and down, but it's like, uh, it's, it's up and down, but it's just out of control. And there, the downs are, there's some interesting downs and some interesting ups. And also like navigating a lot of grief in the community as well. Um, yeah, the, there was a jail support volunteer that recently passed away. And that was really hard, or that is really hard. Um, and yeah, we're trying to like make sure that his family has everything to like put him into the ground. Um, I've been having fun doing these like community reading groups um, with my local anarchist bookstore. Um, and they've been like really giving me a lot of life and I don't get paid enough to do them. Um, and I also like applied for this job and I found out yesterday or like a couple days ago that I didn't get it. Um, and I feel really down about that and like sad and shit. Um, because uh, yeah, like it, it just really sucks. And I was putting a lot into like, oh, if I got this different job, then I can like improve my housing situation and like move. And I was like trying, imagining and dreaming all of these things about that. And I feel real sad that like, I cannot, it's not going to happen that way. Um, but I'm excited to talk to y'all and hear from y'all uh, and see what y'all are doing too. I mean, obviously we're like not like directly in relationship to each other, but um, I'm sort of like peripherally aware of what's been going on or whatever. So I really like, yeah, I want to give space for that. And like, yeah, I know, I know. I can imagine, you know, it's a lot. So thanks for showing up. And like, I think, yeah, I don't know. There's no perfect, there's never any perfect thing to say, you know what I mean? So I'm not gonna try to find it, but 
the feeling is there. So. Um, yeah, thank you so much, Ash, for being back with us. There's so much that's happened in the world the past couple of months since we last talked. And um, as a result of which, you know, so much going on with us individually, <laughs> um, responding to all the things happening in the world and trying to exist and survive and support one another. Um, yeah, and there's also um, so many parallels and that's why I'm so excited to talk to you again between like the houseless encampments there and then the ones here in Minneapolis and the plotting like strategic moves to um, really eradicate houseless people by the state. And yeah, it, it, there's so many parallels and it's so great for us to be in conversation and talk about, you know, what's happening um, in different areas, but how it like overlaps. Um, yeah. And I think you were asking like just a brief update on how we've been doing. Um, I, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. I, this year um, has been a lot. And like I was saying, just all the things happening in the world and then like hearing that in your body, I'm, I'm still like reflecting on it's so weird, like the pandemic is like trying to like, the, the state is trying to make the pandemic end and it's like not, and that's really stressful. <laughs> like, uh, that's one of the things that I'm still constantly like adjusting to and trying to keep in mind. And yeah, and also the lingering impacts on my mental health of like the first two years of the pandemic and um, it's continuation and all the things. This year has just been difficult for me. I feel like um, I am in a weird limbo space, but making it through <laughs> uh, the best I can. And yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just really thankful to be in conversation with you both this afternoon. Um, so. Where would we all like to go from here? I'm I'm cool with as usual keeping it loose and flowing, and there's no structure. Um, perhaps like one one way we can get going is talking about abortion access and the criminalization of abortion and all of the things. <laughs> Ash, you're just like amazing <laughs> on so many levels, and the work that you've been doing to still. Uh, raise money for folks who need abortions and just like getting abortion awareness out there. Um, could you say a little bit about, you know, the Supreme Court and how that has shifted your work the past couple of months? Yeah, so the Supreme Court. <laughs> um, I want to say this, you know, the Supreme Court in the last couple of months, the way that it's been impacting me and my work is like, it's really making me keep my eye on the ball or keep my eye on like what's really important, which is pregnant people, abortion havers, um, you know, funding abortions, um, filling in the gaps, 
um, but also like uh, making people aware of the barriers and then doing something about the barriers, doing what I can do with like as a doula and as someone who funds abortion. And like the, you know, the Supreme Court is adding to what I want to say is like a lot of noise right now politically. Um, so while I am paying attention and feeling those impacts, I'm also not, um, I'm not so uh, thrown off, right, by what's happening, um, because I, I, I'm, I know what's happening in that, like, um, these bans that are, that take place and impact, like, abortion havers, they are ongoing, or those are not new, right, um, and even the Supreme Court, you know, making this move towards restricting abortion access for folks in Texas even more um, and which has had impacts on folks beyond Texas right like even that as that is newer or something it still kind of represents some old shit that's been going on I want to say and point out um, and that also makes me want to keep my eye on like the ball or something or like what's really important um, and Right. I also want to name the the recent confirmation of the first black woman, um, uh, the Honorable Justice Brown. Right. Um, Jackson Brown, the Honorable. Um, the way that, you know, that kind of contributes to the noise, I feel like, of what's going on. Right. Um, and I'm particularly here naming like the way that I've seen reproductive justice people and organizations and collectives kind of name uh, this representation as a move in the right direction for Black women, for Black people, um, for abortion havers in some weird way. Uh, I, I think that all of that is like noise or something, um, or that's contributing to the noise. Um, and I am nervous, right, about how like those... It, um, matters of representation are being lifted up at a time when like pregnant people are being uh, criminalized and um, the restrictions on abortion are uh, it, like uh, kind of continuing. We're continuing to see that. Does that, does that answer? Yes. That? <laughs> I'm so glad you brought so that up. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up. And maybe we can like take a pause here because I this is something I've been wanting to talk about on the podcast. I think you're the perfect person to talk about with. But yeah, like um, uh, the Supreme Court confirmation <laughs> and representation and just like getting into that. Let's talk more deeply. about. <laughs> I'm really yeah. curious to know what Kobe has to say, thoughts and feelings of this week. And, you know, one of the things I just want to add that I've been thinking of is um, uh, like Biden's presidency as a whole and <laughs> how this is going to be like they're they're literally trying to give us like, well, this was the one thing that you get, you know, like <laughs> is representation. <laughs> so just be happy with it. And I think about liberalism at its core, just like continuously throughout history giving black people scraps and being like okay like <laughs> you got it you guys are good now because you got the scraps and it's like <laughs> it's it's just mind-blowing how we're supposed to be satisfied <laughs> with just representation while things are getting more expensive people can't afford to live the state is increasingly criminalizing like you're saying pregnant bodies 
and houseless people, like all of these things are going on. And like, there's this shiny moment that is supposed to pacify the masses. <laughs> and it's really, really like disturbing. So I'd love to know your thoughts, Kobe. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, even before I go into that, though, I, I wanted to like step back and talk about abortion access. And Ash, if I'm curious if you would like, I think I like listen to you, like be interviewed for fucking, I, I don't remember what podcast it was. But yeah, I think you know what I'm talking about. Cause, <laughs> but I think one of the things that you like mentioned there was like sustained funding, right? For ab abortion access. Um, I think like there's hyper, I don't wanna say, I don't wanna add the qualification of hyper, but I think there's more visibility during moments of like, you know, what's going on in Texas or whatever, where people like on a, on a larger scale get more invested and you get your quick one-offs of like, boom, boom, boom. You know, I'm aware of what's going on. I'm gonna give you $10 right now, right? You're good. And like, what can folks do to, to like, I mean, I think it's worthwhile to speak to like what, what that situation is for people who are doing um, abortion access work, right? Like, um, you know, yeah, I don't know if you want to speak to that first. Like. Sure, um, and thanks, Kofi, for that, for these great questions. Um, so I kind of want to foreground things by saying that, um, you know, since the beginning of the year, it's what, the fourth month of the year. And I think I have funded, like, kind of individually and personally around six abortions, um, just like since January. Um, and these have been, you know, requests coming from uh, folks in my community, uh, folks um, all over, from all over, and, right, people from uh, this region are contacting me. So folks from the Southeast, right, um, folks who are unable to get support for whatever reason from their local abortion fund, uh, people who don't have the money, people who don't have the support. The, the financial support, but also maybe the community support or right folks who are just missing that financial piece. Um, you know, those folks are reaching out to me, folks who are trying to wade through the noise y'all like they want to know, is it accessible? Where can they go? Um, is it still possible for them to, you know, have the kind of abortion that they want to have? Um, what's the situation with the pills, you know? Um, and that, and I, I want to also say like, the information uh, in the world that already exists about self-managed abortion or what some refer to as SMA. You know, uh, there's a lot of stuff out there already. Um, a lot of the stuff is misinformation and there's a lot of really wonderful, amazing, uh, resourceful things out there where people can find and manage their abortion safely and on their own and with, a, you know, with financial support still, but like they can really do it. Um, and I am trying to like make sure that folks know about that as well during this time. Um, you know, we're seeing also like folks who, even if they do decide to, you know, go and have their abortion at a clinic or through a clinic or with the support of a clinic, you know, there are restrictions there on the state level, um, and the federal level, right. But there are also 
um, like folks are now or have always, right, had to worry about um, being criminalized and needing abortion support, right? I'm thinking here specifically about Lizelle Herrera. I wanna lift her name up and lift um, what's happening with her up. Um, she's out of jail now, out of the Star County Jail in Texas, but you know, she spent at least a day or a night in there um, after being criminalized by a, a clinic. Um, and so I'm thinking, yeah, about how like the reproductive health that we are out here like seeking and advocating for how it can turn to reproductive oppression really quickly. Um, and so, yeah, I wanna, or like, I'm thinking about all these things. I'm thinking about what people are needing. Um, and I hope that that gives a little information about uh, what it's like, right? And, and I also wanna name, you know, specifically where I am in time and space and place, there does exist a 72 hour waiting period. Um, abortion and, and abortion can be anywhere from, you know, 250 to a thousand thousands of dollars, depending on that gestational period and where you're going and if you need lodging, right? Um, and I also, again, wanna remind folks that those pieces about lodging and travel and childcare, right? and making sure that people don't have to decide between their abortion and their utility bills that month or something. Like that is all very relevant to me as an abortion doula. And in terms of breaking down those barriers, like uh, those are barriers too. And so, you know, you mentioned the like, give $10 right now, like uh, that, that, that is necessary and I'm doing that. And uh, people need to do that, right? When they're called and people need to, continue to pay attention to um, those undue burdens and those barriers that have existed, you know, throughout time. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, yeah, that and that's definitely like no, <laughs> I wanna say that's like no shade to like the folks who are like doing the $10, but also like naming that there's like a need for long-term like sustained support as well. And like, I appreciate some of the things that you mentioned. Like, I mean, I'll be like transparent about my own ignorance. Like I only knew of two types of doulas, right? So I knew about birthing doulas and death doulas. And so I was curious how your, your work um, as, you know, like working toward abortion access fit in with doula work. So I'm, I'm thankful that you named that. But also I was curious, like um, in terms of sustainability, like, beyond money you know like and I hear you mentioning that too as well it's like there are pieces that like you know lodging there are pieces like care you know that like you as a um, doula offer as well but like um community wise like how do folks tap in it's like sort of the larger question of like um if you feel like you can't give money could you house somebody right? Or like, could you take care of their kids? Like, is that something that you have noticed that people are like, is there like a network of that already happening? I'm sure there is, but like, could you speak to it a little bit? Yes, absolutely. So um, these networks of support and care, Kofi um, and Amber, they do exist. They do exist and they are working to fill in those gaps. Um, and yes, people ought to tap into um, those ways of supporting people, right? Like um, I work with um, a group of abortion doulas called the Mountain Area Abortion Doula Collective. 
and we work in Western North Carolina um, and we serve the people coming here and leaving here to, to get abortions, to have abortion or, or to get access, right? Um, and we, right now we've got actually a moratorium on white doulas um, because there's too many of them in our collective. And while that's happening, we do allow, or we are allowing for, you know, specifically white people in the community to show up giving rides. So yes, the childcare, yes, the money uh, for the procedure, but also to make sure that someone isn't deciding between groceries and their procedure um, or their uh, pills, right? Um, and then the rides, the, there's so much uh, support. We call things like, the in the abortion world, the things beyond like the money for the procedure itself, um, we call that technical support. So yes, there's a need for technical support. <laughs> and then there's also a need, right? A regular, regular, schmegular need for really um, demystifying and um, kind of humanizing abortion and making sure that people know and understand that abortion is regular healthcare and that people deserve access to, to it. Um, but also, you know, being able to explain to people how like abortion is regular healthcare but, and ways that they can show up. Um, and I'm thinking specifically here about my work with MAGCO and also outside of MAGCO, right? So um, in the abortion doula collective that I'm a part of, we have historically been like kind of contracted, if you will, um, out to uh, doula, birthing doula or full spectrum doula people who like already have a group of folks that they're working with and they want to do the little abortion part. Um, we come in for a, a, a set of time to like offer that. Um, and right outside of MAGCO um, on my own and like before I got down with MAGCO, I was and I do these um, virtual now because of COVID uh, online four week uh, abortion doula trainings. Um, and my kind of virtual training spaces right now, it looks like what I call an open training. Um, and that just means that white people can come. Um, and then I have like a training that is for non-white people, um, period. Um, because the training spaces y'all are not, they're not equal or they're not sometimes always the right containers to like be learning and doing and sharing. Um, and so I recognize that and I wanted my, like what I offer, like as an independent contract, as an independent doula and organizer, like I wanted my little stuff to be very different. Um, and I do, I'm able, because of the way that it's structured, like I'm able to spend um, one whole session on like how the human rights framework might actually be something that's holding reproductive justice, uh, the movement and the framework um, back. Um, I am able to talk about also, you know, how uh, along those same lines, how uh, it's not true that human rights are universal and interconnected. Um, and I'm able to name things like ICE deporting children from their bus stops as a matter of reproductive oppression, as well as that 72 hour waiting period as a matter of reproductive oppression, right? Um, and we really get to talk about like how and why the reproductive justice framework might be, might be, something that allows us to talk about why, right, Black people need both clean water and an end to anti-Black racism at the same damn time. And the way that climate justice says, we can't talk about racism right now, um, but also maybe the ways that like, um, what is it? Like, uh, yeah, like uh, racial justice says, this is not about clean water. Like RJ is the framework and the movement that like made that shit clear for me. I wanna make that clear for other people, right? Um, and yes, like 
yeah, again, along with that training I'm giving, I want people to walk away understanding the reproductive justice framework and the history and where I think reproductive justice can go, but also what I think like a reproductive justice future needs to leave behind, right? Needs to leave behind uh, the like cis normativity, uh, needs to leave behind, right? The not acknowledging hormone replacement therapy is something that like some of us need to live in the same way that like folks need birth control, women need birth access to birth control to like live a self-determined life. Like what else do uh, undocumented people and students and disabled people and black people, uh, what else do people crossing borders need to live to live a self-determined life? Uh, reproductive justice allows me to ask that, I know. And I want us to get clear about that too, right? Um, but yeah, I think my training's like, what's different about what I'm offering as an abortion doula is like, my doulas are walking away, right? With a sense of like, funding is an aspect of being a doula. Um, in a lot of the doula training, whether it's birth or not, you know, spaces, it's like people are trying to get their money, which is definitely understandable, but like I am offering free support, right? You know, Kofi, you mentioned grief. Um, in order to support my myself um, as a, a an abortion doula, but also as someone who's grieving, I just started this like uh, six week uh, grief immersion for death workers in order to like support abortion havers more effectively, but also myself as a griever, right? Um, and I'm learning so much. I'm in that that training space with people who are like charging out the wazoo to like help people um, as they're about to die or support people's families, um, and I'm thinking and chomping on like what we're learning and stuff. Um, anyway, I'm just trying to say that like, I think that there's so much that doulas can do um, and so much that people can do, right? To answer the call to increase abortion access right now. Um, and even like when I say doula, like I'm talking about support. Um, and part of that is like, anyone can do that. Anyone can do, and, and anyone can be a doula, right? If you want to give support. And so that's, um, something else that I hope to like be giving with like in my training, but also like, you know, what I'm saying and in my own purpose, like anyone can do it and we need to study, we need to keep going and, you know, continuing our education, but also filtering out that noise. Yeah. Thank you so much for that, Ash. I mean, as you were talking, I'm just thinking about, and I think maybe Kofi mentioned this earlier, but the overlap between like your background and philosophy and like the approach to the work that you're doing and I'm also thinking yeah about education and how the very process of these workshops and trainings require a recognition that we have to show up for one another because the state has failed us and not only has failed us but wants to render us disposable um so I'm just that's just so amazing to me that, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know how to word it exactly, but I'm just thinking of how, you know, this is like, the only option is for us to care for one another, or else we die. So the work that you're doing is just so critically important. And I, I thank you for highlighting um, different ways that folks can show up for people who need abortions um, and care for people in different ways. And it doesn't have to just be monetarily. Um, Kofi, were you going to add something? 
Yeah, I mean, I like a lot of what I hear you saying, Ash, is also like really illuminating to the point of like what is possible and like, you know, what is the thing, right? If we're talking about like abortion access and like doula work, I, I really I almost like started typing because like, I mean, you said a few bars, but like, but like there was, there was one where you were like, you know, like anybody can be a doula and like so much of, 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 of support is like support, not even like itemizing it into particular things. Like so much of support is like doula work. You know what I mean? And I'm like, a lot of us in community are, are like, I don't want to like make it to the point of like, I don't know, but like it brought up like a lot of us are doing that work, you know what I mean? Like for each other. And then you, you might have these like ideas of like, I can't do that. Like, that's not my space, you know, or whatever, whatever. But like, I, I hear you calling in a lot of different types of, of opportunities um, to show up. So I appreciated that. And it also made me think, and like, I'm also open to like, that's completely not what you're talking about. Like, but I also hear like a space for like connectivity between like you said you were doing like these like uh, things with Firestorm, you know what I mean? And like, I was like, oh shit, like that is also, cause I don't think that the books are necessarily like doula centered, but I'm like, oh shit, like that could be like, I mean, that is an intersection or like a connection to the work that you're doing already. And like, it sounds like you're coming into it as that, as such. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, it's just like, yeah, those were the things that were like bumping around in my head. Yeah, I am, when I'm doing the reading group, I am a doula, I'm doing it as a doula. I'm doing it as a philosopher. I'm doing it as a dancer. I'm doing it as a disabled person who like um, needs to take a, a break, like during the reading group. Um, yes, like, yes. So, so much there. Like, um, when I think about being a doula or what it means to be a doula, I think about increasing the choices. That's what I think doulas do or good ones anyway. Um, that means even the choices that I don't agree with, or like the choices I wouldn't choose for myself, like, right. Talk about being pro-choice and how it's like not enough, but you know, I, that means I'm pro even the things I wouldn't choose for myself and my family and my community. That means I have the ability to understand that somebody might need to choose something a little different than me. And like, if I want to support and be a doula, how can I increase their access to that shit? How can I increase the choices that they have to do what they have chosen to do? That's all doulas do, right? So that's why we need um, the death doula and we need the abortion doula and we need the birth doula and we need the dissertation doula and we need the top surgery doula and we need the hormone replacement therapy doula. We need the doula, we need it. We need the get into, I, I think I might need to get into grad school doula, like which I kind of really want to talk to y'all about. It's a lot of shade, people leaving the academy, but I am... Yeah, I didn't get this job. I'm thinking a lot um, about like, do I need to just go back there and do like what I know I can probably do just fine. Um, but yeah, the do a doula. I need a 
leaving grad school. <laughs> yeah. also, and they're the out, but like people who help facilitate other people through that, they, they are like, it's, they're out there. I see them tweeting about it or like just this week. Ooh, I've been seeing so many or not some, maybe it's so many, but like, I'm like, oh my God, people are actually leaving the professors, the students. Of course, when I see a student and leaving a PhD or an MA, I feel like, oh my goodness, they're doing it. Or like, why are they doing that? They're doing that. Or like, I kind of know a little bit about what it takes to try to get into it. And so I can only imagine uh, someone deciding and choosing to get out of that. And of course, needing some support. Um, but yeah, like, I want to hear about that and talk about that with y'all too. Yeah. I'm so and like, glad you... Oh. oh, sorry. My bad. <laughs> my bad. Just really quickly, I'm really glad that you brought this up. And um, I, I also want to highlight, Ash, what I'm hearing uh, and that I'm so inspired by and aspire to is the way that you, uh, I've been talking about this a lot as I'm getting ready to graduate and like applying for jobs, but you know, I, I believe that the separation of a professional, a quote unquote professional identity and a personal identity is white supremacist ideology. I don't believe in it. I have no interest in like suppressing any part of myself uh, in workspaces that I'm a part of in organizing work that I'm a part of. Like, it's very, very important for me to um, be my full self everywhere. And yeah, and, and it sounds like, I mean, with you and the work that you're doing, like you were saying, you're bringing everything you are to every space that you enter. And I also see the ways that that has created paths for you to do the work that you're doing because you are like so, so true to your values. Um, and grounded and then that's led to you being in the spaces where you're facilitating and doing this work um and i i want to name you know that that as i'm saying is very admirable and rare and like the professionalism uh that is expected of black folks and you know especially after uh, academia and all this other shit, like leaving graduate school. I don't know. It's it's hard to like bypass that shit. It's hard to like not give in to the pressures of um, separating all of these different aspects of yourself because again, like capitalism wants us to do that, especially as Black people. Um, so it's a it is a feat <laughs> that you have fought that and are able to like lead your life <laughs> um never wavering from any of of your identities and and um your values and I just I wanted to name that uh that was like something I was noticing as you're talking and it's just um truly admirable <laughs> and I'll go ahead and let Kobe add Amber if I can just tap in right quick though like I appreciate you for seeing me and I want to like name like um yeah uh I've lost a lot of I lost jobs like because I didn't want to leave a part of myself out of a space I have like 
lost community because I didn't want to leave a part of myself out of a space. And yeah, there's, um, I guess it seems like there have been, there are games there and I don't deny that. And I want to celebrate those. And there are like some losses too, right? Like, um, the work that I want to be able to do right now, I, I need to be sustained and I'm not. And I also like, really kind of refuse to like do certain things like charge people a lot of money for my support or for the learning or to like get down with whatever I'm doing you know and um yeah I just wanted to name that too and I don't think it's a binary but like yeah like um you know there are some like spaces that I'm not in there's some conversations that I cannot participate in there are some jobs I am not allowed to have anymore or like yes some stuff I can't do anymore because I decided not to leave a part of me like out of it. And that's really real, um, especially for black people, especially for trans people, especially for disabled people, like across uh, jobs, like in the academy and in the uh, nonprofit industrial complex and, and outside of that, you know, and even in organizing, which isn't mutually exclusive from that shit. Go ahead. Um, I just want to circle back to Ash saying that he's thinking about like going back to academia and you know Kofi are getting ready to as well so I just where where are y'all at with that how do you what are feelings around that and what type of care structures do you think you need to prepare yourself for uh, on that next journey? For me, um, I am kind of approaching uh, this by like actually reaching out to some people that I know and I might want to study with. Um, and I want to talk to them. Um, there's also like a friend of mine who's a professor in Florida, I believe, and she um, is a really dynamic black woman and professor, um, Dr. Tiffany Packer. She has um, a consulting, you know, firm that essentially supports, um, I think, professionals and and students with um, things ranging from deciding on a program, right, De uh, choosing which program is right for you, um, but also I think she does a bit of mentoring folks who want to be in programs um, and who just need the guidance there. And so I wanna talk to like folks like her. Um, I want to continue talking to students in these programs, right? I, when I was applying before, which was a long time ago now, I, was, I knew that I needed to talk to students. I still know that's something that's important. Um, yeah, a question that I am asking these days that I wasn't asking before is like, it, are y'all unionized? Is the department union? Are the grad students unionized? What's up with the union? Um, you know, what's the tea? What's the tea? What's going on with um, uh, sexual assault in the department on campus? Um, yeah, I want to know those kinds of things this time around. Um, and like, also, I think like it's right for me to take in the stories and the narratives from people who are deciding to walk away right now. Um, that's not something that I don't want to like face or something that I don't want to listen to. Um, yeah. And hopefully all of that stuff like 
leads me to like the right decision. And right now I hope that it, that is a program. Um, I'm also thinking beyond the programs that I was thinking about before, you know, I really want a PhD in philosophy. Um, and I understand that even though it's been a while, like it's still the, it's still the case that like, if I want to teach philosophy, I need a PhD in that shit. Ain't no way around that, I guess, maybe let me know somebody. Um, but I'm thinking, yeah, um, I'm thinking about like, do I need to do performance studies? Do I need to do feminist studies? Do I need to do black studies? Like that's where I'm really at right now. Or like, ooh, do I not need to do black studies right now? Um, maybe it's not the right time and the right, yeah, maybe it's just not the right time. And like for what I want to do, what do I need to do? I'm still asking that. I still have this sense of like, if I can find a way to, do my uh, abortion doula stuff and my organizing and my writing and my reading and my learning. Um, if I can find a way to do that without any kind of higher educational industrial complex, I want to. Um, and I am asking myself every day, is that possible? I don't know. Cause I don't also want to start a nonprofit either or do a Patreon y'all like, and those are great. Like, or, well, I don't know if starting, I don't, I don't know if starting nonprofits are great, but um, yeah, I don't know what I need to do. Also, like with starting nonprofits, I was telling this joke like four years ago now, but like um, I wanted to, or I want to be the person that you come to when you're ready to dissolve your nonprofit and redistribute its resources, like back to the community. Um, what, I, like I, I, if there's a, if there was a consulting job, that would be me like to help you end your nonprofit. Um, just kidding, but no, really, but yeah. And like, right. I'm finding myself, 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 um, continuing to apply for nonprofit jobs because that is one of the industries, if you will, that I'm legible to, or like, that's where I have been working in the last 10 years. Um, and yeah, like I want to not, or maybe I want to not, or, and yeah, I'm not confused about like the ways that I will indefinitely be tortured by the higher educational industrial complex. Um, you know, I'm not unclear about that. And like people get to choose if they want to live and die and how they want to live and die. I want to like choose how I'll be dying and being tortured and like living and trying to navigate that. And I also know that like, Sometimes these systems make it like hard, hard for us to live, to be self-determined under them, alongside them, with them. Um, yeah, I, I know. So, so what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think similarly, I, I feel myself asking some of the same questions. And I think one of the last ones you brought up, Ash, was like, do I need to go into this you know do i need to go into the academy um and like how can i use the alternatives to get at what i'm trying to get at through these institutions um and yeah i mean if i'm being honest like i, I like i don't have a definite answer i feel like Yeah, I don't know. That's it's a hard question. In terms of like care, though, I think like care feels similar. Like having multi perspectives of like people who left, why they left, people who stayed, why they stayed, people who are in it, who want to connect, and and uh, yeah, like 
I don't know. I'm like, yeah, I'm also curious to hear you speak about that, Amber. I also want to name that Ash has to leave soon. Yes, we will definitely be respectful of your time. So winding down, what what exactly, like, did you want to know how what I feel about? Sorry. Oh, no, you're good. Just like <laughs> the same question you asked us about. Oh. Like, yeah. Oh, well, um, for those who don't know, I'm graduating in, in May uh, and one month with my master's degree. And yeah. Go Amber, go Amber. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. It's been, oh man, I'm getting like emotional talking about it. I'm sorry. Um, you know, like I've just, um, I think I might have said this to Kofi, but I've just been pushing through the past two years that I haven't really had a moment to reflect on um, what the fuck I just did, <laughs> really, and uh, the ways that um, I, I really struggled in the accumulation of that. Um, so now that it's finally like winding down, I'm like having to sit with that and reflect. I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't know where this came from, but um, yeah, it's just been, um, it's been really difficult and um, I, I think I'm gonna need a long time to process like everything. <laughs> Uh, cause like I said, it's just been nonstop, like going, 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 going. And that's like the biggest advice that I have for you too, is just to, um, you know, don't take it lightly. Don't take yourself lightly. Don't take that. Um, this is just like, um, you can get through it alone because I don't think anybody can, especially as black folks, especially black trans people, um, disabled people, like you can't do this alone. And uh, that's, I kind of wish I would have taken the time beforehand to think deeply about what structures of care for myself I'm gonna have. Cause there ended up not being a lot. <laughs> and um, and I'm feeling the, the result of that now. So that's, that's my advice. And I, um, Ash, I totally agree with what you said, like the, you know, just the, the conditions of the world that we're in, you know, make it very difficult for us to have any path that's not going to be challenging or um, hurtful for us under capitalism. But the way that we mitigate that pain is through like caring for one another, which I think is what we've um, really gotten at through this entire episode. Um, yeah, I'm really sorry, you guys. I think that this was just, this was just here today. <laughs> um, Don't apologize. But it's, um, 
it's been so great to talk with you, Ash. Um, yeah, we would we would love to have you back again. We definitely want to be, like I said, respectful of your time. Um, but yeah, this has been amazing. Kofi, do you have any closing thoughts or? or... Yeah, um, Ash, thank you, Amber. Thank you, Amber. Um, yeah, you don't need to apologize. Um, we can end with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. Thank you so <laughs> much, you guys. Thank you. Um, and we'll be in contact soon, Ash. Thanks, y'all. Really appreciate y'all today. Um, I feel a little cut short. I feel like we went longer last time. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm so sorry I didn't um, block out more time. No, uh, it's okay. It's okay. Don't apologize. Yeah, we're going to have you back soon. Like, honestly, anytime you want to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait. <laughs> Just hit us up anytime, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I hope that y'all are like, if you are using this for anything, I hope that, yeah, I hope that there's something there and if we need to do more just let me know or when we need to do more let me know um definitely down and also um I really I y'all are two people that I want to connect with like more individually um and especially like yeah just sharing and also just the vibe if I can name the vibe yeah I just want to talk with y'all more outside of this um, and also I want to support, um, the podcast more, um, outside of this or something and just maybe talk with y'all a little bit more when we have time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I really love that so much. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Thank you so much, Ash. Have a good Thanks, rest of the day. Thank, Thank you. Bye.